Real quick before we dive into this episode of the podcast, be sure to grab your free PDF copies of my latest books at frugal.show forward slash free. Now on to the show. Welcome to the Frugalpreneur podcast. I am your host, Sarah St. John. This episode is what I refer to as a showcase episode where I feature a bootstrapped entrepreneur and they briefly share their tips, tricks, tactics, techniques, and tools that help them bootstrap their business and the successes and failures along the way. My hope is that each of these showcase episodes will provide at least one valuable takeaway that you can implement right away in your own bootstrap business journey. Now on to the episode. So I grew up as kind of a loser kid. I didn't have a lot of friends. I got pulled out for extra help. Kids didn't really see me as having a lot of potential, and they also didn't really want to be my friend, which was the struggle. So as I grew older and as the Internet became more of the Internet than it is today, I started finding my friends on the Internet, on an online community, on MySpace. One thing led to another, and I ended up taking a leadership position in this online community. And it was where I really felt most at home. It's where I found my best friends in life and all that kind of good stuff. I didn't think much about that high school experience till after I graduated college. I was applying for my first paid social media job. And on the application, they were like, hey, have you ever managed online communities before? And lo and behold, it eventually hit me that what I did on MySpace was early social media skills long before the term social media was even really a thing. So one thing led to another was freelancing in social media. I was getting paid to manage social media and all that kind of good stuff until one day I was promoting my business at a BNI meeting. I was a long-term guest. So that's another frugal thing that worked out that somebody needed a lot of subbing and I was there for that. And I kept saying, hey, you can hire me to do your social media. And nobody really was there ready to prepare to spend thousands of dollars working with me to do their social media. But one did come up to me and she said, hey, I don't want to pay you for social media. And I was like, Ugh. But she's like, well, can I just pay you? And I was like, okay, I'm listening to show me how to do social media. Show me how to do Instagram. Show me how to update my pages and all that kind of stuff. And so I was like, yeah, of course I'll do that service. And I was like, can I do this service? Is this me? And it hit me that like I studied education in college. I love working one-on-one. I love motivating people and I love social media. And that was the day that everything changed where my world started going from doing social media to really guiding people on how to do it for themselves, especially if they are a well-connected, networked person. And the rest has been history. And that's been my life for the last like four-ish years. So that's me, YourSocialMediaSherpa.com. So the best thing here to bootstrap my business, I remember the the first purchase I ever made. And I had spent $200 on a website. And that was like a lot of money for me at the time. And this is like, I don't know, eight, nine years ago. And conveniently around that time, I made, wanted to make that decision. I actually won $200 gift card from some event I went to. So I was like, okay, why don't we cover it? But it scared the junk out of me. But I think one of the best things is that a lot of the work that I do had no overhead. And I think that was a great thing. Now in my days of my business, I spent a lot of money getting people to like support me, consult me, do writing for me and all that kind of stuff. But at that time, a lot of my work was just me going out and doing it. I didn't have to use a lot of software in which to do it. The other things that I do these days is I am a huge AppSumo junkie, as I'm sure our lovely host is too. And that has also gotten me a lot of good deals. I used to pay, I think, I don't know, a couple hundred bucks for Calendly. I paid maybe a couple hundred bucks a year for Zapier, which probably wasn't the right move at the time. I think it's so easy to overspend when you have your own business on the wrong things. And I'm learning that the hard way all the time. And I might be learning it the hard way now, too. But I think every investment I've made has been worth it, even if it was a little scary at first. So, yeah, getting getting that money saved because I used AppSumo, what a huge deal. That was a fantastic thing. 
The other thing that I did that was handy is I got people to work for me on fractional things. Like instead of me having a long-term commitment with someone, I'd say, hey, let's do a project together. Let's edit a blog together. And getting things done in a small scale, I think eventually let like helped me figure out what I really needed to hire for, but also to really test my chops in terms of working with people that weren't me. So those are a few things I've done to keep an eye out. Oh, and of course, I use Profit First. That has been the biggest game changer. And I, I just did Mike McHale's podcast recently. So that's the biggest one. Get that book, read it and embrace it. So it's funny, my friends, my boyfriend, my family thinks think I'm very, very frugal. I am a big fan of thrifting, which is not only good for my wallet, but also good for my fashion sense, but also good for the environment too, because I don't get new clothes very often. And I also get like way prettier stuff from the thrift store than most of my friends can access. So anyway, sidebar, I tend to be very frugal in my life. But in my business, it's a little different. I think that frugality, I think would surprise people that I actually do invest a good chunk of money back into my business all the time. And I think if people heard that I spent $500 on a consultant to help me talk slower so I could be better on podcasts, you'd be like, what? If you didn't have a business, you'd be like, what? People listening to this, I'm sure have spent $500 on plenty of things in the business before. But that scared me a little bit when I did that a few years ago. So I think for me, one of the biggest failures I would say is not really paying for the help I needed sooner. I think there was a mentor of mine that I'd wanted to hire for like maybe two or three years, but I was like, nope, I don't want to spend this much money. And it wasn't even that expensive. And I like put it off and put it off and put it off and put it off. And I'm like, if I would have hired her three years ago when that amount of money scared me, I probably would have gotten a lot more answers than me taking my sweet time to do it. I think I'm kind of stubborn in the sense that I like to figure out things on my own as much as possible, which I think is a smart move if you're trying to bootstrap in your thing, just there's a lot, like even in social media, like you can learn how to do social media without ever paying anybody without going to school or any of that stuff. So I tend to be on that wagon. And I was like, why are people paying for coaches? You don't need a coach. And then I was like, okay, I've paid for plenty of people. Now I have a trainer, I have all that stuff. So I think investing in the people and the right people that ideally fit my budget a little bit, I think, but honestly pays them what they want. I think of the success here is that I've gone out, asked for help and added services that I've brought on to help me make my life better. And I think they are going to pay off on the whole that some of them already have. So that's my nugget for you today. This is kind of a big one. And I want this to come off as more supportive and encouraging, but I love to be an earlier client for people. It doesn't always work out perfectly, but I realized that like, you know, when I was starting my business, my first client paid me like, I don't know, $100. Like it wasn't a lot of money. But I wanted to give her everything in the world because to me, her saying, hey, I want you to do this for me was one of the most empowering gifts of my life. Like this woman can call me anytime and I'll tell her whatever she wants because being someone's first customer, one of their earliest customers, there's a relationship there that's probably forged in their memories forever. And so I like to do that too and give people those opportunities, but it also sometimes helps with my budget too. I usually, if somebody, if I really want to work with somebody and the price works, I'll say yes. I don't really try to negotiate people down on their own personal services because I know as a woman, like sometimes my prices are lower than everybody else, that women are not as empowered to confidently ask for what they want. So I will not negotiate down on a woman if I really want to work with her. So people who are newer in their businesses, who are really excited and motivated, I think it's a really great way to to really get good quality work, but also like have a lot of room for me to figure stuff out because I don't always know what I want. And this person is going to ask me more questions to help me figure out what it is that I want to do. So I think that's one of my tips and tricks. 
Like I said, AppSumo is super great. I would say I've used Fiverr a little bit. It's okay. There's another website I use to get help from people called FreeUp, and you're able to find people these, but also in English-speaking countries. So you can get a whole range of support. So that's another great place I learned to go find affordable help where I can pay people the rates they ask for and get what I really need done, but also get a really great, free up especially, get a great vetted population of freelancers. So those are a few of my nuggets to help you bootstrap your business. I think we need to change the connotation of frugal. I think some people still associate that with being cheap or efficient or, or negotiating people down on their pricing. And I don't think it has to be that way. I think being frugal means that you're being wise with the choices you make with your money. It means that you are investing in services and people that you appreciate at different levels that, you know, maybe work for you. Maybe you're giving opportunity to some smaller fish that need a little bit of love. So I would say that it's being thoughtful with your money and where you put it and being efficient with it and making more happen with less. I know for me, I don't really even think about it as frugality. I think it's resourceful. I use the resources that are in front of me to make the world around me what I want. So I know I didn't talk much about the work that I do here, but I am yoursocialmediasherpa.com where I help businesses, especially word of mouth businesses, be unforgettable to their network. And usually in less than 100 days, I want to tell you where your golden opportunities are in your business that you may have missed. I tend to find things like an email list that's underutilized, a LinkedIn network that is primed with ideal clients where you're not posting at all, to having a website that is very SEO strong but has no capture form. These are all examples from past clients that I discovered that were missing in their world. There were really easy fixes to help the people that matter in their network know that you're around and what you do and everything. I usually say the best example, I ask my leads, I was like, well, how are you currently staying in touch with your best customers and referral network and beyond? And then they kind of look at me a little bit puzzled because they're not staying in touch. So a lot of what I do is bridging what you already know about business to what you can do on the internet. And sometimes not even on the internet. Sometimes it's off the internet. And everything I teach my clients can be used from now until forever. So if you want to see my video series that tells you where your next client is coming from, go to my YouTube channel or go to yoursocialmediasherpa.com. It's all public for you to consume. And I'll see you on the web. I hope you enjoyed that episode and were able to take away a valuable nugget of information that you can implement right away in your own business. If you feel your story would be valuable for the listeners of this show, please visit frugal.show forward slash guest. Are you a frugalpreneur looking to connect with like-minded individuals? Join our community on Slack, connect with fellow listeners, share your thoughts on episodes, engage in meaningful discussions, including money-saving tips and entrepreneurial insights, and help shape the future of the Frugalpreneur podcast. Plus, you can submit your questions in written or audio form to be featured on the show. Let's build a supportive space together. Join us now at frugal.show forward slash slack. See you on the inside.